Welcome to Confused Things with Stranger Friends. I'm your confused thing, Jen. And with me are my stranger friends, Christian. Howdy, howdy. And Bilal. I'm back. Oh, well, so Bilal's never been here. So, see, this is the stranger thing that I was trying to warn you guys about. But Stranger uh, danger. It's a demo Bilal. Bilal is definitely the epitome of stranger danger, especially with that creepy voice. I feel like candy. Oh. And iced tea with sweet, I think we need to rethink real sugar. I think we need to just you I know, go back was, to the drawing board. He must have been flaying. Wash. <laughs> oh yes, flaying. Do you know about flaying, um, Jen? So Mind unfortunately, flaying? Nicole is not with us this week because she's had some real life mishaps, and we've got Bilal instead. And um. If you guys, you guys Nicole, win, you guys win. Is if that you an miss upgrade? Nicole as much as I do right now, please let us know. Tweet us, write some comments. You know, send us that love. Send Nicole that love, and don't accept any candy that Bilal offers you in the street, <laughs> just for your own sake. So, to kind of recap what we're doing here, I am the confused thing on this podcast. I have only seen the first season of Stranger Things, and I binge-watched it the night that it came out until about 4 a.m. that night, so I have no clue what has happened in Season 2 and Season 3 outside of what these guys have told me secondhand. And so for this episode, we're going to just go through the rest of Season 3, and I'm going to uh, kind of play interviewer and ask them questions. But to give my quick recap of what we talked about Last episode on Confused Things with Stranger Friends, um, I learned that Teddy Ruxpin does not make an appearance in Stranger Things Season 3, which I feel like is a huge misstep on their part. What's a Teddy Ruxpin? Oh my gosh. It's a pedo bear. It, yeah, it really, like, it would really appeal to you, Bilal. Uh, wait, what, what's going on here? Apparently, pedo bears appeal to Bilal, everyone. No! Yeah, this, is, this is not my brand. This is not my brand. Look... look you teach people how to treat you, and you have taught us that you are the creepy guy who is handing out candy to strangers. Look, it was Halloween, and I had candy left over, so July. I start handing some out July. in November 1st. Still Nobody July. wanted it. Still July. Yep. Please. Yep. Confused things. Now you're not allowed friends. on school ground property. Way to go. Actually, I need to look up a Teddy Ruxpin just to see how pedophile... Oh my it's, god, this thing is... It's so yep. creepy, right? Like, oh this, my, this should be in the Stranger Things universe. I feel like this is a huge misstep. I feel I, like this podcast is sponsored by Teddy Ruxpins and Pedo Bear. See... And Candy. I mean, I'm just saying, like, this, this show is all about, like, creepy demonic things, and you cannot tell me that Teddy Ruxpin is not a demonic creature. So much like the Mind Flayer in Season 1, which is kind of just like this smoky concept... I feel like Tuddy Furbies are like what happened to Tuddy Ruxpin. 
and that kind of like what happens to the mind flayer or that whatever that creature is in Stranger Yeah, Teddy Ruxpin was definitely the precursor to Furby. I think we talked about that last podcast we, too. Ironically, we did actually make did that we? comparison. Yeah, I stopped you know, listening. You know, I, sometimes I stopped listening I at a certain point because I, I was that point four minutes into the podcast. Because actually, it, actually, it yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sometimes I, I feel like when we talk, you don't listen. So I hadn't watched the season, but I wanted to hear what you guys were talking about before the spoiler warning. Mm, okay. So no Teddy Ruxpin. Um, Billy is the new Steve, but Steve is still the best. Mm, Billy there is were... not a Steve. I'm Billy's... recapping right now, Bilal. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Fine, okay, continue. We'll get into your actual thoughts about these things once I get through the quick recap. There were rat transformers. <laughs> um, Mike and Eleven are together, which I still think is disgusting, and they're babies, and they should not be allowed to be in a room together. Um... Nicole doesn't have an Orange Julius in her mall, and I feel like we should all mail her some Orange Julius collectively. So, Wait, what's an Orange just Julius? Just an envelope. Yeah, it's just a... in an envelope. Yeah. Yeah, right. You don't know what it's an Orange a... Julius is? N- no. It's is like, like orange ju- soda? It's like a juice store. It's like smoothies. So it's a yeah. Jamba Fruit Juice? smoothies. Basically, like, yeah. yeah. like a Jamba Before juice. Jamba Juice. It's also very prevalent in this season. I didn't realize it until watching it for the recaps, but it's in like almost every scene. It's very weird, at least in the mall seatings. Is Stranger Things sponsored by Dairy Queen? I think they're sponsored. Oh, actually, they are. Baskin Robbins. Baskin Robbins. Yes. Yeah. Is the because they have all the? I actually bought a Stranger Things pop from Baskin Robbins. Uh, Interesting. It's, it's of Steve dressed up in his Scoops Ahoy outfit, holding a little Sunday. I checked eBay. It's apparently worth fifty bucks already, and I only bought it for twenty. That's Holy adorable. Shit. Yes, yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> men with 80s mustaches are not to be trusted, and just so everyone is reminded, Christian does not have one. We're still on the fence about what Bilal has on his face. I have a beard! So it's like a mustache that goes yeah, all around. So it's like a mustache on your chin. Yeah. And my cheeks? And your cheeks. Oof, see, I feel like that's just like triple mustache. So does the hair on my, is the hair on my head actually hair, or is it my mustache? Yeah, that's a super mustache. Depends if it connects to your mustache. Damn it. <laughs> it and does. And then, I, I guess the Russians are bad, which yes. just seems kind of cliche. Oh, I mean, I you want to talk about things. You want to talk about cliches. This entire season is just like a wa- walking, like, a montage of what you'd expect from the 80s. I feel like that's kind of supposed to be the point with Stranger Things. It's supposed to be simultaneously criticism of the 80s, but also an homage. Okay, but it's an homage in a really weird way. Because there's this Russian dude that's, like, the bad guy, but he's also the Terminator. He looks oh, like the oh, Terminator. Oh, okay. Well, we should yeah. talk about that. Yeah, so when... Let's just, see. just FYI for everybody, there are spoilers for everything that happens yeah. in Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah, I mean, expect it by now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you probably should expect it, but I mean, just, All right. you know, cover yeah. our bases. Yeah, so <laughs> Joyce realizes, like, the magnets in her fridge and in her store aren't, like, magnetizing to her refrigerator anymore. So she goes to see uh, the science teacher, I forget what his name is, and, you know, they, she realizes, also, like... So- wait, what? Yeah. So she... Okay, I'm sorry. The magnets on her fridge don't work anymore. Yes. So and in her goes- store. And in her store. So she goes yes. to a science teacher. Yes, the kid's science teacher. You know, the one so they used to hang out with in one season one? season one, yeah. Right, right. But, I mean, I... 
who is when she rings the doorbell in his basement listening to like great 80s music painting it's, D&D figures it's Weird Al Yankovic actually is it Weird Al? yeah it's Weird Al still great that's yeah. amazing okay so already. I mean I guess considering all of the things that she's been through this makes sense but all I can think is if the magnets on my fridge stopped working I would literally just throw them away and buy more magnets so but it happened multiple times that's oh, the only it, reason she yeah. investigated uh, so it happened okay. multiple times right, and right. there was a town wide blackout only yeah. a couple of days before that yeah so mm-hmm. she she's like something's up. The magnets aren't working, and she's like it's the upside down. And take, like take and Hopper seriously. And Hopper's like, listen, lady, you need to calm down. Everything's taken care of. Nobody's at that. See, this what is why the, nobody likes you, Hopper. And then they well, fight, and everyone's like, why don't you guys just bang already? Yeah, well, that's that a bit later. A of, that happens a lot throughout the yeah. season. So yeah. They, yeah, they essentially go all the way to what was the facility called in season one? Was it the electric energy company or whatever? That was where Eleven was being held I with think the it was rift. Hawkins Laboratory or something, right? They yeah, called the lab. The la- is it the lab? lab? Yeah. So they yeah. essentially go there, and there's like nothing really there. It's all kind of run down. Besides the Russian Terminator who beats the crap out of Hopper, like that dude should be dead, but he somehow survives. But then thankfully Joyce was able to catch the license plate on his dun 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 motorcycle, and because it was a motorcycle. Uh, I think they Hopper realized that hey, that's probably the Russian dude that I saw at the mayor's office. And when he goes to the mayor's office, the mayor straight up is like, "Yeah, that's the dude." That's also, right. There's a conspiracy with the Russians that goes all the way to the mayor of the town, yep. and it ties in to the July Fourth election uh, celebration. Oh, not I was election. Say, they, did, they have elections on July Fourth. No, no, uh, so that he, sounds super American. I don't so, think that would be a thing. So the mayor needed money, you know. So he made a deal with the Russians, and basically off the table, off the books. So the small, small, small town mayor made a deal with the Russians. Yes, yeah. he's also because the guy from the Princess Bride. He doesn't have these connections. He doesn't Be- have the internet. He can't just Google Russian. The Russians came to him because what they realized was when they tried to open the rift on their own to the upside down, that they had the key, but they didn't have the lock, and the lock is. Hawkins. Hawkins itself. Yeah, so they have to go to Hawkins and make this giant lab underneath the city, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So why, they basically... why Hawkins? Because that's, that's the where location. The, the location yeah. for the hole is that they want to reopen to go to the upside down. Something, something, ley lines? Um, you kind of remember. Did you ever watch Lost? And uh, when. You know I didn't. You didn't? <laughs> you know I didn't. We've, we've had this discussion. Uh, okay. I know, you know, I'm very bad. I have a very bad memory, so. Yes, you know, this 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 goes back to that earlier point that I said, uh, where I feel like when I talk, you don't listen. Damn. You said that? Yeah, yeah, I know. See? Oh. <laughs> um, when did you say that now? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, basically they need they need Hawkins, so they what they do is they offer to buy the land where the mall is made. They actually construct the mall and they use it, like, as a front. And uh, there's like a facility there that goes all the way down. Um, and it also also goes parallel. There's to the a side. secret layer under the mall. Yes, <laughs> which is used what? as like a dropping location for supplies, so they can drive the supplies to another location with a giant laser electromagnetic beam that's constantly drilling into try to get back into the uh, the upside down. 
Yeah. Wait, so this and is all happening underneath the mall while they're just, you know, flirting with their girl while the characters are just flirting with their girlfriends. Hundred percent yes. 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 That's kind of it. Yeah. And then they were like, Why are all these mysterious Russians here? And they go to the loading docks and they're like, Wow, there's more mysterious Russians with Wait, 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 armed so there 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 guns. are Russians just like cruising through the mall? Like no. it's subtle. It's, you don't really catch it. It's like a it, where's Waldo type thing. It's strange. Uh, I it's mean, strange look, because small town people are freaking nosy as hell. So many news starts showing up, and especially if they have an accent, no way does so, that go unnoticed. So I don't think they were um, really staying above ground because when Hopper and Joyce actually go down, oh, um, was that weird conspiracy guy in season one, or is it only in season two? Who Murray? Yeah. Yeah, he was in season two. Okay, so Jen Not doesn't know about one, Murray. So there's a yeah. conspiracy guy who's like the Russians, who knows how to speak Russian, and so Hopper and Joyce go to him, and they basically kidnap. Uh, they find the like land deeds that the Russians had. They go investigate them, and they find like a secret lab underneath the house. Uh, they find like the researcher dude. They kidnap him. There's an entire thing with cherry versus strawberry drinks, uh, <laughs> which is what? pretty good. Slurpees. Yeah. Again, product placement left and right in this season. Yes. Uh, Netflix and has to recoup that money that they spent on Friends. Also, there's something with, like, Coke and New Coke, yep. which is, a, there's a big discussion about that. Um, also, there's Burger King, which he gets for him, and there's, there's just a million things. Yeah. So, Murray knows how to speak Russian, so when they go down into the base, Joyce, Hopper, and the Murray, uh, the Russian guard comes up to them, and uh, Murray's like, oh, you know, we're like the, you know, the, they sent us from the motherland or whatnot um and the guy's like oh it's gonna be a you'll be down here for a while it's so i from that i'm guessing once you're down there you're probably there for like six months or some shit uh before they even let you go back because it, like it's, it's a deployment it, yeah Basically, pretty much because it's a giant lab it's giant lab it goes for miles like hallway corridors That's some insane miles. infrastructure that they've erected in this teeny tiny town yeah. yep yeah without so, notice yeah so you remember Again, small town people are nosy you yeah. can get away with this in, like, a big city, like Gotham. Yeah, of course those things happen. But I just don't know how they... But, like, they dug this elevator tunnel that goes so far down deep, and then a tunnel that goes so far horizontally that you need a vehicle. Think Austin Powers, where, like, you know when he's in the tunnel with the car? Yes, 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 they, yes. They, There's actually a car they use to go back and forth. Yes. <laughs> so, so this is just group one with the russians because you okay. know much like much like stranger things everyone has their own separate storylines which all come together at the end mm -hmm. so who do you want to hear about next okay so i mean i guess the thing that's causing me the most distress is this idea that jonathan and nancy are together <laughs> like i like i, I Think it's it's really it was all it would that, that's all I thought about last episode when we recorded so is the fact that they're together. What Do if they... I told you that by the end of the season they're not? Is Jonathan also dead? No. No. Okay. Well, but I won't tell you what happened until Christian we get there. Said, "Wow, <laughs> <laughs> she hates him." Uh, I think they work together pretty well. Um, season two is where they sell the relationship the most. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Like I know we didn't do a confused things with Stranger Friends two, which is the title of this podcast. Um, so is this actually confused things with Stranger Friends three two? No, this is just part two because okay. we only did one other one. Yeah. Yeah, um, but 
so they okay, so they're not together. They are for the season. They are, and but then, by the end of the season, they're still together. In in spirit. In okay. Well, we don't Someone really dies. know. We Someone don't know. dies. Yeah. No, we'll we'll, we'll yes. get there. Does yes. Nancy die? No. No. Nancy. You know what? I love Nancy. Nancy. Okay. Is the best. So, but She's I asked okay. if Jonathan died, what? and you said no. Jonathan didn't die either. Yeah. But we'll get there. Jen, Maybe we'll, we'll get, there. get there. This is a recap. I asked they, you what happened. What eventually happened? Eventually, they they move. That's what happens. Yes, they move. They move everyone, away together. Everyone well, moves on with their life. No, the, they the buyers. The buyers move. Because mm-hmm. oh, Joyce no. is Joyce is selling her place because back in season two she was dating Sean Astin, aka Super Bob, aka the best new character to ever find himself in a, a show, and then he gets killed. By a demodog. By a demodog. A.K.A. Samwise Gamgee. Don't you yes. dare. Yeah. A.K.A. Samwise Gamgee. He did not help Mr. Frodo in Stranger Things. He just died. <laughs> I'm, s- hmm. I'm really upset with you, Bob. Look, I'm just saying, he's done a lot in his life already. But then on top of that, towards the end of this season, spoiler alert, um, Joyce's potential life with Hopper gets thrown askew because Hopper sacrifices himself. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, that's so sad. But, yeah. L- let's In a just very re- romantic way. So. L- let's just rewind. They character assassinate Hopper this entire season. No, they He's didn't. Terrible. He was fighting oh, well, the Terminator the entire time. It was dope. He, he was awful this season. He was he, amazing this he, season. Highly okay. okay. He's awful the whole time. No, no, he is a fantastic... He was one of the few television cops that actually was smart enough to listen and do his job. But in this season, he's just like... The first half, at least, he's just, like, so frustrated with Joyce for not accepting him, like, going on a date, meeting up. Like, yeah. he just wants Joyce. But and he was also upset because Eleven kept making out with Mike, so he was surrounded by romance that he wasn't having with Joyce. <laughs> yeah. It's all right to be bitter. Yeah. He was pretty bitter with Joyce. And it, to the point where even the Russian that they kind of kidnapped for a while uh, was like, wait, they're, they're not sleeping with each wait, other. Wait, 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 wait. Joyce and Hopper kidnap a Russian? Yeah, with Murray. With Murray, yeah. Oh, that was that story that you were telling. Yeah. yeah. The oh. Russian is the scientist who knows all, who set up the entire giant laser drill thing. So he's so a he basically scientist. Yeah, so he basically tells him how to turn it off um, because he doesn't want to go back and work with them. Though that, see, that scene was really cool because Hopper gives him the keys to escape and he's and they're like, what the hell are you doing? And Hopper literally calls it shot for shot. He's just uh, like, trust me, he's gonna come back. He's more afraid of them than he is of us. And it seems like the dude's about to, Alexi's about to just drive off with the car into the sunset and be like, fuck you, I'm gonna be an American. Uh, but then he turns around and comes back and is like, you're right, I'll take the strawberry Slurpee. Even though it wasn't cherry. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a great scene. It's a great scene. Yeah. yeah. See, Hopper a, was dope. He, he, he has his moments, but I don't... I, I did not like his, like, frustrated bravado with certain characters. Like, he could have been nicer to Joyce. He could have been, but he was just upset because he put all this effort to look like Magnum P.I. So <laughs> he really did. Date. Oh, my God, and, he really did. <laughs> yeah, he really did. They, they reference it, too, in the show. But, like, she was just like, no, nah, I'm going to go investigate this big emergency thing. And he's like, it's not it's an emergency. It's prerogative. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't blame Joyce. He could have been nicer to her. Like, that's no way to get a girl. But his his fight sequences with the Terminator guy, who is actually called Arnold Schwarzenegger by the mayor, by the way. It's, like, a really <laughs> subtle scene. Um, like, those were dope. I'll give you that. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I, yeah, but rewinding a bit. Um, 
Okay, so Joyce and the buyers, they move away at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Oh, they also adopt I 11. mean, like, I don't blame Joyce. Like, that woman has had a time the last couple of years. Like, I'm surprised she didn't move away sooner. That's yeah. true, like, but then... Why as would they soon do? as her kid got back, mm, nope, deuces. See y'all later. You yeah. can keep the Christmas lights. Yeah, But the thing was, she, at the end, uh, right book, she made plans with Hopper. She's like, why don't we get that dinner that I stood you up for mm. earlier? Mm. So no, they made why? plans. Don't encourage his terrible behavior. But there was something there. I as think as much as I hate you don't get to treat somebody like crap and then have her feel bad and go, okay, I guess we'll go have dinner. But like, she also but treated him dead. a bit shitty as well. Like she stood him up for a really expensive dinner. I don't care. They treated each other shitty. That was kind of the relationship. Yeah. Then they shouldn't be together because they're clearly not good for each other. They're unhealthy together. I think yeah, but she was always like playful. Don't ship them. This is this terrible, terrible look, romantic look, dynamic. Look, no, I'm it's not, not cute. I'm not shipping them, but all I'm saying is they. There might. It wasn't the right time and place. I mean, Mary called it out really well, which is weird because he also called out Nancy and and Jonathan yeah. in yeah. season two. And it was like, you know, Joyce just wants to ki- is kind of curious. She hates him, but is kind of curious what he's like in the sack. And he kind of is like overprotective of her and like ignoring her like abilities as a person, but at the same time is actually completely madly in love with her and would do anything for her. So why don't they just shut the fuck up and just do it already? Exactly. So, yeah. They actually paraphrase that really well. I tried yeah, my best. Still yeah. sounds remarkably unhealthy and I can't believe you guys are defending it. Oh no, it's totally unhealthy, but I mean, yeah. I think most relationships in TV kind of I are. mean, that was that was a pinnacle 80s relationship. Come on, Jen. Actually, yeah, that's accurate true. to the time. That's very Man. accurate to the time. <laughs> no, I agree with you. As they both smoke their Marlboro cigarettes. Relationships and television. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um. Okay. So, are Mike and Eleven still together at the end of season three? Like, what's going on here? No. So, uh, what Eleven, Eleven dumps his ass in episode Thank three. Thank God. Yes. Two? Two? Oh, it's like yeah. Two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two. She dumps him because Hopper was like. You need to stop seeing her, because he like he does like the shotgun dad routine. He basically grabs him, puts oh, him in the cool. car, See, and drives yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. that's after Joyce encouraged him to express his feelings, and he kind of chickened out because he's bad at that. Yeah, which okay. ties full circle because Boy, his Chris, secret you note. You're defending this guy and his bad behavior. Well, no, it, no, because he there are re- very redeemable moments, especially that note he leaves eleven at the end. Yeah. It was actually like everything yeah. he wanted to say is his last speech at the end of you know, the uh, young teenage boys. So yeah, but uh, so uh, uh, Mike lies to Eleven, basically saying his grandma is sick and uh, he can't hang out with her, and she's like, "What the hell?" She says, and "Friends she... don't lie." Yeah, and what they got spotted at the mall or something? Yeah, they got caught at the mall as they were trying to buy Eleven a present to make up for it. Oh, uh, yeah, there's an entire montage Who's of they? Eleven. Uh, they is Eleven is now best friends with Max in this season, and then okay. what a good friendship. It was, which is great, that. because a in season two, friendship. they were rivals, you know? That's, yeah. So it was good that they reversed it. Um, and then it was the boys on the other side, except Dustin, who was with Steve the entire time this season. Okay. That seems like the storyline I want to stick with. Like, oh, I no, want to follow. Is you should Steve check out the fan art. And Steve and Dustin, and who's the mm-hmm. other chick? Robin. Robin. Robin yeah, and Erica, like who is Lucas's sister. Okay. Oh, I mean, it is good. a dope story. Yeah. That, should we just have, do it real quick? Yeah, let's just do it. Uh, okay. Yeah, go, go ahead. Oh, okay. So, 
you remember in the first confused things with Stranger Friends, they might have mentioned that uh, Dustin set up this tower to talk to his camp girlfriend that no one knows if she truly exists or not. Because uh, she doesn't appear, and he picks up a Russian signal, which they decipher and figure out there's a meeting spot in the mall. Robin deciphers so, it, and she's amazing. Go ahead. Yes, Robin yes, is we amazing. We did discuss this, and I already decided that I love Robin. Yes, so. uh, you also love to hear that Robin is also a lesbian. Oh, we were going to get there, dude. <gasps> oh, yay. Okay, TLDR version is they set it up so that Steve and Robin are on all these intimate moments where they're, like, almost holding hands on the verge of dying, and Robin uh-huh. confesses that she used to, like, follow steve's every motion and stuff and like how he never acknowledged her in high school and there's yeah, this she's moment like, do you even remember me yeah class? exactly and then they do a bunch of drugs by well not intentionally but the russians drug them with truth serum but they don't realize it's truth serum they get really kind of stonedish. and in this intimate moment steve is like you know what i have feelings for you too robin and she's like dude bro that's not what i meant and then she goes into context and says she only knew everything about steve because the girl that she was into obsessed over steve and she hated him because of that <gasps> yeah and in this awkward oh. moment where you're like when she's admitting this and steve's like getting his heart broken again and you think he's gonna react coldly he's like you know what that girl was too much of a bitch for you anyway you deserve better basically <gasps> and then they become best-, the best yeah they become best of friends and that's kind of yeah. where they're at now i See? i have i have to say like th- yeah th- the show does this like fantastic pause because like it's the 80s and like if someone came uh, look i've changed as a person over time but like when there was rumors of a gay kid in middle school, I was just—I was a terrible person along with everyone else in my grade That's because true. it was just something you unheard of. And this was the '90s, and for Steve to just take a minute, take a beat, and just—I just accept it for what it was, and just and like not even be like you or just like he's just like he just goes. She had a terrible singing voice. Like, yeah. what did you even see with her? Like, he's just yeah. like. He was the friend she needed in that moment, at Aww, revealing something. Steve this big. Is the best. Yeah, yeah, he he really is the best this season, which yeah. is so weird because season one, I did not like him. I yeah. loved him in season one. Oh yeah. my gosh, I loved him. But yeah, so he redeems himself, and at the same time, Dustin's hanging around and stuff. And Erica, who is amazing this season as well, uh, is also along the journey to infiltrate the Russians in the secret underground base, and uh, coincidentally pop out and escape the secret underground base to share with the others how to infiltrate the secret underground base, which is kind of their storyline. Yeah, and they... Look, they work in a place called Scoop the Hoy, which is just a Baskin-Robbins, and there's zero management anywhere. Like, they literally are giving away free ice cream. They're That's shoving the dust in. Of, like, kids working at ice cream shops in the 80s. The, yeah, but it's like... And 90s. They're shoving Dustin in an air vent. They're, like, using the shop after hours like it's nobody's business. Well, it's eventually, like, they, they put Erica in the air vents, and they call yes. it Operation Child Endangerment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, and then they end up... Uh, she ends up opening the this, like, doorway in, uh, that these Russian guards are... Uh, Guarding. Look, guarding. Yeah. yeah. Russia, like, what, what were they doing, these guards? <laughs> they were guarding. Um, <laughs> which turns out to be an elevator filled with this green goop, which is used to power the electromagnetic laser that's really deep underground. And for some reason, the green goop can melt crap. That's like pure acid times thousand. Okay, so it's like a Roger Rabbit scenario. More or less, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so they basically infiltrate the base. They kind of get the general layout of it. Did they discover anything? Oh, Steve gets the shit beat out of him. Uh, <gasps> oh, no. oh my god. Okay, but Steve, the, Steve's credit. Okay, by the end wa- of the season, is Steve still alive? 
he's still alive, but Steve wins a fight. He, he actually does. wins a fight yeah. for once. <laughs> he fights a dude, and he punches him in the face, and he knocks him out. Yeah. Way to go, Steve. Yeah. The first and, fight he's ever won. And so the Russians essentially think him and Robin are spies uh, from the U.S. government, and they're undercover at Scoops Ahoy, and they use a truth Bless serum them. on him. Yeah. And they're just like, he's, he's like, who do you work for? He's like, Scoops Ahoy. <laughs> he's yeah. like... He's like, I could get you a discount on the USS Butterscotch. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but before they murder him or torture him, uh, Robin tells them that they've cracked the code and explains how they ended up there, all telling the truth, and also accidentally revealing that Dustin was in on it and kind of give his address away, much to Dustin's anger at Steve later. Because then the Russians know that Steve, that Dustin, where Dustin lives, basically. That'll have to be explored next season. <laughs> So how does oh, yeah. the season end then with all of them? Um, with the info that they give to Hopper and crew once everybody converges, Hopper and crew, uh, using Alexi's info from, you know, the, the scientist that they stole, they coordinate a way to infiltrate the base and shut down the machine while this giant mind flayer creature thing that's been building up this entire season uh, at first fights Eleven and crew. Eleven fights back and in the process she gets bitten in the leg which somehow causes her to lose her telekinesis over time uh and then um at the last second while defending them all lucas who's randomly picks up some fireworks while investigating a 7-eleven for them to look for healing materials for l uh they set fireworks off and fight the creature and in the last second in this distraction Billy uh, snaps back to reality and is like, no, you can't hurt my friends and fuck you for torturing me and sending me through this epic journey. And then uh, he sacrifices himself just in time to save Eleven and then the creature gets killed because Hopper blows himself up, essentially. So no, Hopper and no. Billy both die? I don't think Hopper's dead, though. It's assumed he's dead, but... Uh, so the way it oh, works, Billy is it, definitely dead. Billy is definitely, Billy's definitely dead. dead. Yeah. So Billy and like sixty other people are dead because everyone the mind flayer flayed in town is, um, dead. Yeah. is dead. And then and and also there's characters? a lot of people in the hospital who were murdered too, which we don't talk yeah. about. Oh. So there's a lot of dead people. Yeah, there's a lot of dead people. I mean, like it hits the news as well, but I I forgot how did, they cover it up somehow, uh, one way or another. But um, I think one of the more curious aspects of it is just like. That shitty uh, newspaper staff, like, they're gone. Some of the lifeguards at the pool are gone. A lot of, like, townsfolks, uh, just you know, people you didn't expect. Uh, it, it's really interesting to see um, just such a wide fallout from all of this. But, uh, yeah, going back to Hopper's death, I, the way they cut it is, like, Joyce has to turn, basically, to turn off the machine, you have to turn these two keys. Uh, but there's damage... I think the machine gets damaged. Uh, machine partially gets damaged, but they have to hurry because the mind flayer is about to kill everyone at the mall, especially Eleven. And Dustin yeah. keeps screaming through the radio because Dustin's coordinating everything at his yeah. uh, Cerebro communications tower high above Hawkins, saying, you have to do it, you have to do it now, because literally everyone's about to die. So they need to push the button. Yeah. And so and Joyce so, has a choice. Yeah, and so Joyce has a choice because uh, I think Hopper goes to fix so something. Joyce chose to kill Hopper. No, because she, she sort of, Hopper yeah. had to go fix. I think the machine. Or, what did he? He was fighting he the out? Russian. That's what happened. Yeah, the Terminator. So the Terminator He's... brought him up to the machine, the laser beam thing, and he was trying yeah. to stop them. And he wins the battle, but I think in the process, Hopper, who's right next to the machine and the laser beam, who 
which is in the line of fire, kind of acknowledges shit just to a choice. Like, he doesn't say it, but he looks at her, and she looks it's, back, and they have this weird moment. Yeah, it's like that slow zoom in where you could, like, see all the particles or things are kind of moving in slow-mo, and he's just smiling, and the mustache is prominent. Um, <laughs> it's like the, mu- the mustache has looked like the best it's ever looked all season. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like that goodbye scene, like, before a character sacrifices themselves. Um, but... It could have only been the, more cliche if he was like, I guess that's a rain check on our date. You know? Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. When the machine explodes, uh, the la- it's like the laser arcs out of it, and like, there's Russians uh, in the room that get fried, but you don't... Like, where Hopper was supposed to be standing, he is not there. Like, and it, it's... It doesn't make sense for him not to be there. Like, he should have been there. And so I think yeah. there's an interview that came out later that says because there's like a post credit sequence at the end of the season where it's back in Russia and they acknowledge uh, there's an American locked up and I think what uh, the actor said was like he asked the showrunners and they mentioned that it is him uh, but I'm not sure how true 100% true that is but that not. also makes sense because all throughout the season the um, the Russian Terminator guy has been calling Hopper the American yeah. and so it actually comes full circle that they would of course call him the American Yep. If you're paying attention, though. These are all things that you can read in the recaps that I've extensively worked on, if you're really curious, whoever's listening. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that... Um, so there's definitely a season four. There's oh, yeah, because four, yeah. the Russians... Ha- so when Erica and Dustin were down in uh, the Russian base, uh, Erica notices this cage and what it... she And, like, a shocker, like, you know how you zap animals because you're cruel basically um, cattle prod yeah yeah ca- yeah cattle prod there you go uh and so it's kind of, they kind of assume like they're trying to capture like a demogorgon um so what's and, the, what's the russians like goal here is so they like actually weaponize de- the upside down i'm guessing that's what it is because the russians like exactly. and their ESO, yeah because the cool, season ends the well, season ends with them with one yeah, they have a, the de- a legit demogorgon and he kills like this random other prisoner who isn't the american but mentions yeah. that there's an American in the process. Yeah. They, and wait, the they secret have a baby No, It's kind of grown. Maybe like oh. a teenage Groot version? Yeah. It's teenage like, Groot it's Demogorgon. gone from Demodog to Demogroot. Demo- okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll say like Avengers Infinity War Groot. I think that's safe, safe growth uh, aspirations. And then he kills a, kills a dude. And it's like, oh no, yeah. the Russians are weaponizing the creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what happens on the other side? Oh yeah. Um, so Will Byers has a falling out with the guys because they're all because uh, poor Will is me because Will just wants to play D and D and all the guys want to do is talk about girls. Yeah. Because Al Al dumps Mike and Mike's just like wallowing and Will's well, just Max like, also Can dumps we just Luke. Play? Lucas. So yeah, but they they're on and off all the time. Yeah, that's true. And Lucas is trying to give him tips on how to get L back. Um, <laughs> Mike does at one point confess his love for L to the general group, uh, which L does over here at one point, and uh, they talk about it. There, there's, there's something there. They're gonna see each other all uh, one sweet. for on Thanksgiving, yeah. the end holidays. Yeah, um, but like poor Will, like dude, he gets so mad he like destroys campfires. But there was an interesting scene when he's leaving uh, Mike's place because he was just frustrated with him and Lucas, um, where Mike goes 
it's not my fault you don't like girls. And I don't know if that meant, like, he's well, gay. J- he's gay or if he just wasn't interested in girls at this point. But I took it as that he was gay because there was this pause. As, like, if, as if he said something that um, no one had acknowledged up to this point or it was just, like, wasn't meant to be said out loud. I mean, it also could have implied that he just doesn't grow up because that seemed to be his character journey this season yeah. where he has to let go of D&D and grow up. Mm-hmm. And, and puberty kinda... hits him pretty hard by the end but of the how season. How old are these kids? They're teenagers at this point. Dude, teenagers honestly, Will grows in... so much this season. It's so funny. If you look at the last yeah. scenes, he looks like a like a seventeen year old. But if you look at the first scenes, he looks like he's fourteen. <laughs> but like, I, I I think it speaks to his confidence because uh, throughout the first couple episodes, he feels like once the blackout hits. Uh, and like the the rift starts opening, he starts feeling the mind flayer's presence. And I think by the third time it happens at campfires, instead of just like doubting it, he gathers Mike and uh, Lucas, and he's like, "Look, shit's going down. Something is happening." And like they get Al, they get Max together, and they try to figure out what's going on. And Elle and Max figure out Billy. There's something going on with Billy, and there's a fantastic like showdown in I think episode four in the sauna. Yeah, where yeah. Eleven and like the Billy. mind player in Billy just go at it, or to the fact where like Ella's powers are ridiculous. She tosses him through the wall like a yeah. brick wall. She like splits like the giant mind flare in half at a, a certain point. It's it's really cool. And so like, and I think it, it's said by the mind flare at some point that their goal is to stop Eleven because she's the only thing standing between them and uh, them invading Earth. Mm-hmm. Their whole goal is to stop her because she brought them in, and now they're like, "Let us stay." Yeah. Okay. So, one final question for me, for you guys, about Stranger Things is that I've seen a couple of people say that Stranger Things has made um, similar mistakes to Game of Thrones in terms of focusing more on the shock value of different aspects of their storytelling instead of following a more organic so i'll say this yeah so i'll say this uh there's very minor character development this season uh it's more lore specific pushing that story along uh with the russians with the mind flayer um get i think it's setting pieces like in terms of character development they're teenagers they're in love but a lot of this season is driven by the events of um, you know, the secret base, the mall, um... The Russians, really? Yeah, the Russians. You don't really see too much character growth, uh, in many... Like, Will gets his due. Uh, Nancy deals with, like, workplace harassment. Um, it, you know, stuff like that. There, there's, there are some moments here and there. Um, but, yeah, I... It's a good popcorn show, is what I'll say. Like, I don't come to this expecting great character arcs or anything uh, but like i would appreciate it um so I, it didn't put me off as much as it did, probably did some people but i still had a lot of fun uh watching it like it's it, this is one of the fr- and it's the way the show is written especially this season it's not like your structured uh episode where it, it can be standalone this is, season is made to binge like every episode ends in a way that you immediately need to watch the next one and it, it it's like it's crafted it's crafted for the binge. It's not crafted to be standalone episodes. Like, you can't point to a specific episode in this and just be like, as a standalone, this was a fantastic episode. Because uh, it, it, everything ties into what came before. Um, 
don't know. Episode four really stood out for me because that was well, like a nice like. Well, yeah, versus that, bad guy type thing. Um, I agree. And then the finale had an amazing showdown to the fact where I was yeah. just like, th- th- it was it was a blast to watch. Like, I'm not saying it was bad in any way, but it, it, it's it's a new we're in a new era of television. I mean, we're in the too much TV era. I mean, all the shows out there, uh, this one has a big draw, and it's just like sometimes I just I just want. I just want that shitty popcorn. I just want that like <laughs> cotton candy. Just give it I, to me. You I know, think a lot of people like, will disagree that this is shitty. Just, just your shitty popcorn. It's but, not. It's not shitty popcorn. Yeah. But like you know, it's like it's not. It's not like a the wire. But like oh, it yeah, doesn't yeah, need no. to be. You know, like yeah. I, I don't. I don't want that from this show. Like I just want what it's giving me. Like what it's giving me is more than enough. Yeah, I'm gonna just throw it out there that I think what makes this show appealing for this current generation of watchers is really just. That it's a lot of what you've seen before, but presented in different ways. And what I mean by that is it's it's very much a typical dramatic beats. It's things that you've seen before, like, oh, this person, you know, is secretly a spy, or this person's, like, a lesbian, or this person, you know, has magical powers, whatever. The point is, is, like, we've seen these tropes before, but what makes Stranger Things interesting is that they present it in entertaining ways that kind of mess with the medium. I think what works for the show is the fact that you expect these particular tropes and you see it coming a mile away only to have it be flipped on its head. People who are smart really surprise you. Everyone gets an equal amount of screen time and like really kind of while don't develop that much of a character arc, get enough to say that they actually did something where they overcame a conflict and because of that you kind of like them in the story. Whether it be like getting rejected for not having romance reciprocated or uh, you know uh, f- proving to all your friends that you actually have a girlfriend. It's just weird little things like that that make it enjoyable. So, like, while it's not the greatest drama, it's very entertaining because it knows what it does and it does it right. And that's pretty much, I think, what makes con- uh, Stranger Things entertaining. Yeah. Um, I do want to touch upon one last thing because um, it's probably my most favorite moment of the entire season. Uh, remember when we said Dustin set up that tower to talk to his fake camp girlfriend? She's mm-hmm. real. And they need this code uh, to open the safe to get the keys to turn off the machine. And she knows it. And so Dustin contacts her. But she, So everyone... Now, there's different teams of people. There's Dustin by the radio tower with Erica. There's uh, Nancy with the rest of the kids, um, Steve and Robin, and the... Uh, in a car, r- literally with the mind flare chasing after them. It's like that scene in Jurassic Park where the T Rex is chasing uh, them at night when they're in the Jeep. It's like that. And then there's uh, Hopper, Joyce, and Murray down in the Russian base. And this girl is like, You need to sing me this song. And they bust out into the never ending story theme song. Oh my goodness. It, it, it's yeah. fucking glorious. It's a duet. It is, and it's great. It is amazing because like, there's a shot of just like Robin and Steve sitting there with the mind flutter like, chasing and the song is just beautifully <laughs> being sung. And the best part so is good. literally everyone in the show that you've come to follow is listening in on it at the same time. So yeah. Dustin isn't just singing it to his girlfriend. He's singing it to everyone. And nobody is saying a single word yeah. until like much later in the episode. And it's yeah, fantastic. Are they all being attacked by mind flayers at that point? <gasps> 
Yes, but at the same time, they needed the code. So Dustin switches the, the radio frequency to the group one, and they all don't say anything knowing that he's trying to get this code. So they don't want to say it to ruin the scene and be like, what is going on to the girl? So they're just quiet, but kind of giggling about it on the side while yeah. Dustin's like, embarrassing the crap out of himself. And I think Hopper's face during that scene is just pure gold because he's just like, you motherfucker, we need yeah. to move on. Yeah, but he's like, I, I get what you're doing. Yeah. This is so ridiculous. And it was. It was great. It was beautiful. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I recommend check out that scene if you get a chance. I'm actually posting it on the review just so everyone can watch it. Okay. Yeah. Well, then. I'm not going to watch it because it would go against my No Strangers, No Stranger Things things. But I'll take your word for it. It's beautiful. Okay, uh, any final thoughts on Stranger Things Season 3 from you guys? Give me that Season 4. I, okay, Season 4. I can't wait till puberty hits even harder and everyone's just this full-on like adult and uh, how they have to deal with that. I all, I, like, I haven't even watched the show and I already hate it. I, I honestly want them to do like an it Chapter 2 type thing where they just jump like forward 30 years and it's just like Adam Driver playing Mike. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> Jessica Chastain is eleven. <laughs> Wait, I forgot. One of the kids plays in it, right? Was it Mike? I think it was either yeah, Mike it, or Will. Yeah, it's Mike. Yeah, yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. Or even better, you find out that the kids in Stranger Things become the adults in it. That would make no sense, though. But yeah. yeah. No, but I to- I totally think this entire series is gonna end with uh, Will at a D&D table with, like, everyone's kids, and the, everyone's, like, not sure if it's actually real or it happened, and then Eleven does something, and then everyone's like, oh my god, it was real. See, I predicted ending with everyone getting a happy ending in a cliche way, but being unable to handle the 90s, thus being symbolic that the Stranger Things era is officially over. What if they open up another rift during the 90s, and a Pikachu comes out, and Pokemon is now real. <laughs> then we get Detective Pikachu. Only if it's voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Oh my god, yes. Look, I'm we've totally cracked it. We've cracked it. We've cracked it. Well, let's go to Netflix. They're gonna greenlight our spinoff, and we'll just be millionaires. <laughs> I think that about does it before I come up with any more crazy yeah, ideas. Yeah, okay. Um... <laughs> Bilal, where can people find you? Uh, at Bilal underscore Mian on Twitter. Christian, where can people find you? Uh, XN underscore Angelus on Twitter and Instagram. I changed it, so it's easier to say now. Yay. <laughs> All right. And if you guys want to follow me, I am at Jen Stayrook on Twitter and Instagram. And if you guys want to follow more Confused Things with Stranger Friends, or if you really want to read Christian's recaps and any other stuff that we've got up, uh, go ahead and check out the work print on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, and at theworkprint.com. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you guys for trying your best to explain Stranger Things to me. It's great. You should not watch it so we can I'm do this again next season. I'm definitely not going to watch it. What are your thoughts, Jen, as we sign off? Um, I'm still in love with Steve. Robin is my new favorite, and um, Hopper should just be dead forever. <gasps> Damn. Sad face. I know. She and went there. 
on that bombshell. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Adios.